Hello and welcome to the Carers Link podcast. I'm your host John and uh, joining me is Katie. Hello Katie. Hello John, how are you today? I'm doing good, how are you? I'm good, I'm enjoying looking at the sunshine. Although I have to say the garden did enjoy that rain that came along last night for a bit. That's excellent. Okay, so we're on episode eight. So what are we doing today, Katie? Today we are going back to something we started in what feels like another lifetime before COVID-19 came along. So in our in our previous plan, we had recorded um, a podcast with Rose talking about the Carers Link groups and why we have them and what they do. Today, our focus is on uh, our carer groups and Rose has come in to have a chat with John about that. So I am just going to hand over to the two of them. So starting off, Rose, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what you do at Carers Link. Uh, at Carers Link, I think one of the most important things is that I used to be a carer. So I understand and know the experience of being a carer. So my role is in within the advocacy team and I provide one-to-one support, information, not so much advice, but perhaps suggestions. And key to all that, I think, is that I listen and actively listen and try and help carers just to speak to someone about their situation. So I think it's a, it's a key role. I think that's one of the most important things that I've learned at Carers Link is the, the impact of listening to someone one-to-one and actually hearing their own story. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know that Kira have said in the past that the most precious thing to give is your time. And that's very much, and, I, and being a carer, that must be something that resonates with you. Very much so. And, and for many carers, the first step in contacting us is very, very difficult. For some people, it's insurmountable until the situation changes and then they realise that they do need some sort of help. They may not know what that looks like or feels like, but thankfully they, they reach out to us and, and we can help them from there. So, and, and obviously um, as part of sort of your wider role, you're, you... Um, the, the the heart of Carers Link as well, and sort of a lot of the activities around Carers Cafe. So, uh, do you want to tell us a wee bit more about the importance of the of the Carers Cafe? Yeah, I think the importance of a Carer Cafe, particularly for those that can actually manage to leave their caring role long enough to join us, is that it provides a social event where that can be a coffee, a tea, a bun, a biscuit. Um, it just gives people the opportunity to spend a little bit of time with others who are in a similar situation where they can either talk about their caring role or, in fact, talk about the weather without feeling guilty about it. It's just a little bit of space, a little bit of time out for that person. And again, even the opportunity for the person, the carer, to sit and have someone listen to what they say, how they feel, and to understand that is really vitally important for them and I think that's probably the most important part of it the carers can come along and they can get information uh, they get advice they get peer support and they often leave the room knowing that they're Mm. not the only person with that particular experience Mm. I'm not saying it makes it improves it but it seems to lessen things even momentarily for carers yeah and I just want to pick up on something you mentioned peer support for those that perhaps are not into sort of the jargon of that. What, uh-huh. what does peer support mean? 
Peer support means, if, if you take, for example, the dementia, one of the dementia groups, peer support would be coming along for the first time and thinking that no one else has got the caring role that you have, that things are so so difficult and often with dementia it's, it's very hard to understand why you're having to care in the way you have to care and deal with what you have to deal with. But then you find yourself in the room with others who have perhaps already been at that point or been at that stage and you realise that, gosh, this has happened before. And the peer support actually means that you can have the chat with that person to say, what did you do in this circumstance? Or can you give me any advice about this? Or am I going mad? It can be as, as much as that, or it could be a hug and we understand. And do you think there's a more openness when carers are talking with each other? I think there is because there's that understanding. It's it's unsaid, but it's very much felt. There's that understanding that someone gets the situation that they're in. They may not have the exact unique circumstances you do, but they can relate to it. Um, and for you personally, how would you describe a, a successful carer's cafe? That's a really great question and a really difficult question. And I'd like to just give you an example. I had three different groups last week. On Monday, I had a group, a carer's cafe. We had a speaker talking about bill cancer awareness. My, um, my whole approach there was to try and get carers to think about their own health as well as the person they look after. One carer in particular at the end of that talk was extremely upset because of the nature of the talk and the subject matter. She had had bad news about a family member earlier so the timing could not have been worse if you like however we don't know what people are going to bring to the group however we were able to manage to address that really well because the person said I'm upset about it because of this but I don't want to speak about it but in fact she did want to speak about it and she did she got very upset but finally she managed to to, to explain what had happened to talk about the impact on her and also she was able then to get the peer support that we talked about earlier. Everyone just understood how upsetting it must be for her. But in fact, by the end of it, she did confirm that she was glad she had been able to talk about it because she couldn't take it anywhere else. Um, I had another group on Tuesday, a dementia group on Tuesday, where we had some people back who haven't been for months because they haven't been able to be there. So that's all about that whole people getting there when they can and always being made welcome. And some of these, and one lady in particular, needs a lot of support at the moment because her caring situation is so bad that she could barely spend the time to be there, but she knew she had to come somewhere and try and get some support. So we had a really long one-to-one -one discussion with that lady and we put a plan in place to try and, and make things better. But again, everyone who, even if they haven't been there for months, they're just welcome back in to the arms of the group. And finally, there was another group on Thursday, which was a dementia group. And it was quite incredible because there was nothing extraordinary happened in the group that I was aware of. But one carer who's been coming to it for years spoke to me at the end and he said, I look forward to this group every month. Mm -hmm. And I can't explain why. But so each one of these is different, but each yeah. one of these to me is the essence of a successful carers group. That's what we're for. Unfortunately, just after we did that, we got into lockdown and we all of our face-to-face -face meetings got cancelled. But a lot of what we 
we're talking about is still relevant about the groups. So we thought we would invite Rose back um, and get her to talk about what she's doing now with the groups and how we still are enabling people to meet, um, but in a different way. And Rose is joining us by Zoom and uh, from her home, as we all are. And uh, so how, how are you doing, Rose? Yes, I'm doing okay. Good afternoon or good morning, whenever you happen to be listening to this. It's nice to be back. So, Rose, you're you're now you're still having groups. In fact, you had one this morning. So, why did you think it would be a good idea to keep having the groups in this? Well, I suppose the first thing is how are the groups happening? Uh, groups are happening uh, via Zoom, and that is a for many people that's a culture change of massive proportions so it's been interesting uh personally i had used zoom before but not quite as much as i currently am doing and i really wondered what we could do without it at the moment um and i think zoom's been really helpful it can be a little bit divisive because some people don't want to be involved in a group via that method but those that have um I've seemed to be taken to it pretty well and, and that's a real positive and clearly when there's no possibility of our face-to-face groups resuming anytime soon, we have no idea when that might be, then this is an opportunity for us to still be able to get together and see a familiar face on screen and hear a familiar voice. And that can be quite reassuring. Can I just ask a question, Rose? Um, you've obviously you've used Zoom before. You've used it uh, in previous times. What difference have you, have you noticed using Zoom in this way for 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 groups? Uh, well, I don't know that technically I notice a difference, but I, I think it is quite satisfying to see people who probably four weeks ago may not have heard of Zoom and now they're embracing it whereas when I used it before it was just for a course that I was doing so everyone I felt was, was completely up to speed with except me I was the new kid on the block with it so that role was reversed slightly and I'm not so new to it um, and I'm definitely I firmly believe when I say to people, please do try it, it's not as intimidating or as off-putting as you might think. Uh, it's quite easy to use and I think it's quite liberating actually once, well certainly that's what I'm finding with people and some of the people that have been on the group so far have already thought of ways that they could use it to reach out to their family in a wider circle. So that's fantastic too, and and that's what the that's what the groups are all about, isn't it? It's about enabling people to do something not just in that small group, but to take it and do something very different with it, such as you know, finding ways to do things at the moment. That's really good. And and are you finding that that what's discussed at the groups is any different when you're doing it by Zoom, or is it is it the same as they ever were? What I'm finding is that because it's very much the group. And I can't go and sit beside someone and chat one to one. Then people are using it very much as a as a broad brush approach to what their situation is and how they're coping. And that's why um, I think it's key also that as well as to 
we actively promoting groups is also to the remind people that we are here for one-to-one chats at any time. So I think that perhaps that element is missing. But as I say, people are getting that reassurance again that they're not in the room, they're not the only person that's going through what they're going through, and that we can get together and have a chat, see, as I say, familiar face, and in fact have a bit of a giggle too, whether it's about a lack of hairdressing appointments or whatever it might be. Um, we've got that camaraderie, and that's that's really important, and I think we too have. And what what for you has been a, a kind of a standout person who you thought would really struggle, but as you know, uh, uh, you know, really you've seen a big difference in them. Well, th- there was one lady at one of the groups last week, and there were some technical issues with her being able to join the group. And quite frankly, I think if it had been me, I would have given up and said I would try again. But she was not giving up. She was going to join that group. And technically, that was there was various ports put in place. As we know, that's all available to make sure it's as seamless as possible. And in fairness to it, and I was full of admiration, she did not give up. And she managed to take part and take part actively and enjoyed it. And, and that, that was great. And are the groups carrying on meeting in the same way that they, they did before? You know, we used to have the different areas and the, and the dementia care, care groups. Yes, they will do. Uh, we, we have um, set up the, the groups in the same basis as before with carers, cafes and the four locations and the two dementia groups. There's also a new group carers chat which we, we are just uh, we just started that in a few weeks ago that um, people can join but I'm, I'm hoping that with the groups being online it, it's not always convenient for carers to get out to face-to-face group meetings so I'm hoping that this is an opportunity for people who have to um, make use of the groups in that way to perhaps join us online so we, we may be able to involve and attract carers who have not been able to join us before. And of course, the beauty of Zoom, is, as was demonstrated at this morning's group, is you can join for as short or as long a time as you want. But the key thing is that you can pop in and out of Zoom uh, in a way that you may not feel not be able to do to a face-to-face group. So, yeah, we do have them in the same locations, etc. The day might have changed. The, the week that they used to run have changed, but I'm reckoning that we're None of us are going anywhere anyway, so one day might be just as suitable as as the next. And the key thing is all the information about the groups will be in what's on. It will, should be, uh, I think, out early next week. And the other key point is that via the what's on, via the website and by email, you will be able to sign up for the groups uh, that take place in your area. And that means that you can send the link direct to your inbox. Yes, that is a slight difference, isn't it? That rather than just dropping in physically, people will have to to book up in advance because we don't want to be posting the links all over the internet and other people seeing and joining them. It's an element of security, uh, making sure only the right people are in the groups. It's absolutely key, as you say, Katie. Everyone's most welcome. The only thing we would say is could you please register beforehand for you? And they can either do that for the website or if they don't can't get onto the website, they can just give us yeah, a call. Whatever. Yeah, any contact me real. All that. Yeah, absolutely.
Right. Well, I think, John, that's probably a, a brief introduction. And when we when we can add in the, the bits about the groups that we have already recorded, I think people should get a good idea of, of what the groups are about and and why and how it can help them to come, come along and what, what benefits they could get from coming along to a group. Absolutely, Katie, because as I said, uh, we, we did record uh, the CARES experiences of coming to the groups for the previous uh, podcast, but it's just as relevant. Uh, whether it's physical or virtual, it doesn't doesn't really change. Uh, it's it's all about that connection. That's what we're trying to to enable here, isn't it? Because we felt it was really important that the voices of the carers got into this podcast. Uh, Taylor and I trotted off to the Bishop Briggs Dementia Carer Cafe, um, and we encouraged encouraged one one carer who volunteered to come and talk to us. Uh, who then went and twisted the arm of another carer who came and talked to us. So we, we have two people that came and spoke to us um, and uh, we have their stories and we will tell those to you now. Welcome. What's your name? Uh, my name's Fiona. And who do you care for, Fiona? I care for my dad, who actually is lives in Rutherglen. We're, we're talking to you at the, the Bishop Briggs Dementia Carer Group. Um, why do you come along to this group then, Fiona? I come here for support and help. They're very informative. Right. I found out a lot of things I didn't know. So how did you find out about the, the, the group here for, the, for carers in Eastern Bartonshire? A friend of mine, because her mother actually... She, my friend lives in Eastern Bartonshire, same right. as I do. But again, her mother is like, oh, about a mile up the road from my dad. And my friend and I <laughs> went to school together, primary school together. So, yeah. So she had suggested because her mum's in the same position as my dad. Right, yeah. And what do you get out of the groups? You talked about support and information. Oh, yeah, they're very knowledgeable. Um, if you've got any questions, um, then somebody um, in the group will know. Mm -hmm. and we'll have an answer. So there's a huge amount of experience. Here. So it's not the staff, it's actually the oh, other yeah, members of the group that yeah, you're learning they're from. They, they're very good at, at helping you and helping you understand that everybody with dementia is different and will experience things differently. So that what you experience might not be the same for somebody else, but it'll be similar. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they can suggest things that you yeah. can do, which is very good. Um, and what would you say if someone was out there who's thinking of joining one of our carer groups, what would you say to them to, to encourage them to come along? I would say that in actual fact, yes, we are very friendly. Everybody will talk to you. You will get a lot of information. So, yeah, but just the huge amount of support they can give you and help they can give you. And it is not in the least bit frightening. It's very informal. Right. That's great. Thank you very much, okay, Fiona. Thank you thank very you. much. Welcome to, to our podcast. And what, what's your name? Mardina. And, and who do you care for, Mardina? My husband, Gordon. Oh. And so we're here at the, the Bishop Briggs Dementia Care Cafe. Um, why do you come along to the group? I come along because I have found that the Carers Link, my husband is now in a home, but I found coming to before and even now that I, I found Carers Link very helpful. I really have found them very helpful. And what do you get out of the group? It, it's, it's, it, I, quite, I enjoy coming because it's, you're talking to ladies that are in the same situation mm -hmm. as you are yourself. And there's, there are one or two ladies here, their husbands are now in homes as well. Uh -huh. And, you know, we find that our experiences sometimes help the ladies that are 
going, you know, going through it sort of thing. I think that's an important part of the groups is that whole sharing of experiences yes, and, yes. And, and knowledge that... You, you, know. you feel that you're not on your own then, you know. And as I say, I didn't have a lot of problems with my husband, but after 10 years, it was getting a bit problematic and mm-hmm. I had to put him into home. And if someone was thinking of coming along to, to one of the groups, mm-hmm. um, what would you say to them to, to encourage them? And well, I, I do try. Any, anyone that now, uh, you know, I know that has a husband or, or the other way around, you don't get a lot of men here, actually. They come, but I don't know whether it's off-putting when it's all women, you know. But uh, I, I would say to come, that it's very helpful. And it's relaxing. Uh-huh. It and... The carers group too, they have a lot. I mean, I went to mindfulness um, for a whole course. Sort of Sarah, thing. Yeah. And I, I used to come out and I felt uplifted, I really did. Once I got home, <laughs> it dropped. But, you know, at that point, I just thought, this is good, you know. That they, have a, but they do have a lot of functions, well, not functions, but uh, different classes and that that yeah. you can go to that are very helpful. Yeah. Very helpful. That's great. Thank you very much for your joining us today. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you to the two carers that came and spoke to us. Um, I think it's really important to hear what they felt about the the cafes um, and the the support that they feel that they get from them. Um, And when you were talking, John, earlier to Rose about measuring how you know it's a successful cafe... I think one of the things that I would say is the buzz that we heard when we were in that room, because Taylor and I did sit for a while before anyone was brave enough to come and speak to us. Um, but there was so many conversations going on, so much support. It was really, really good to be there. Okay, so so if anyone's out there um, and not sure, how do they go about uh, uh, registering? They can either they can go onto our website if you go onto the carerslink.org.uk and if you go onto the tab that says what's on and if you click on the calendar, then if you look there, you'll see all the groups will be up and you just click on the group and then there'll be a, an option on there to register. So that's that's simple. That's done. Um, or if they want to call, they can call us or, or if they just prefer to email, they can email uh, what's on at carerslink.org.uk. That's the email address for, for events. And the phone number is 0141 955 2131 or 0800 975 2131. Well remembered, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I think that, that wraps up just about uh, for this episode. It's quite a short one. Uh, I'd like to, to thank uh, uh, Rose for joining us and uh, and, uh, and and answering the questions and, and sharing her experiences. Um, Katie, what are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? I have a feeling we're back to a fun one next week. Ah, good. I think we are going to look and discuss board games. If anyone has a favourite board game out there that they would like to come on and talk about, you don't have to come and see us anymore. We can do it all remotely via this wonderful Zoom. Um, but we can have a discussion and recommendations of board games that uh, you can play in, well, probably be mostly small people, but short, not small numbers of people uh, board games, because we're not going to be having houses full at the moment. But, um, or maybe people have suggestions of online games that, that people could play. So Twister's out. 
Well, you can play Twister by yourself, John, if you want. <laughs> and make sure it's on Zoom, won't you, John? <laughs> okay. Okay, well, that's everything. So, as I said, if you've got any questions or any queries, just contact us in the usual place, at the usual numbers. And uh, until next time, see you later. Bye.